What's up, everybody, and happy holidays from the Loud Thumbs podcast. We are coming with our 12 games of Christmas episodes. We're going to be doing four of these coming up for you guys. Uh, We'll do our normal schedule. You'll see us every Monday. Wednesday, we will do, uh, well, we're going to do Monday, Monday, Monday. And then on the week of Christmas, we will have one drop either on Wednesday or Christmas Eve. So let us know, because this will come out on the 6th, what you'd rather see. Christmas Eve, you know, if you'd rather, rather have it on Wednesday, the 20 was at 2nd. Um, then we can get it out there early enough so you guys can check it out still and enjoy it. So tweet at us or email at us and let us know what you guys would prefer as the audience, because this is our first Christmas thing. So we're working it out as we yeah. go. It's the seat of our pants, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. So... Uh, this is going to be episode 36, and uh, we're going to come at you with some just some fun Christmas like e Christmas e sort of stuff for us, like games that got us excited as Christmas did. Uh, just some story time with video games, you know. That's kind of what it's going to come down to. And we're just going to bring uh, three games each episode, one from each of us. And with me to do that is going to be Josh back again. Surprise! Oh yeah, per usual. <laughs> Yep, yep. He was wrapped up in a nice Christmas sweater like myself. So, yes, it's good stuff. (laughs) And Heather is down there joining us as well, if you're watching on YouTube. And uh, she's she's Christmas sweatered out for right now. Some kind of debacle. So, she's got red on. So, if you're watching, if you're listening, (laughs) yep, she's wearing red. So, it's close enough. She does have some Christmassy type decorations behind her there. Heat miser and snow miser. Some some, uh, Jack Skellington and some Animal Crossing. So, yeah. Check it out on YouTube. You want to see the little bit of like teaser things we got back there. I want a little Christmassy with some lights behind me as well. So yeah, that was just something fun. They're probably going to fall as we record, but that's just part of the fun. So if you want to watch and see <laughs> when they fall, go ahead. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I have an at-risk poster that's been a little stubborn for me. So <laughs> it happens. It's just part of podcasting. It's just part of the fun. So oh, yeah. Uh, it's going to be a good one, guys. So we're all lit up. We're all excited. We're ready to bring some video games to you guys. Before we do that, uh, Josh is going to hit us some cleanup. And we'll get rolling. Yeah, guys, uh, per usual, just Google Loud Thumbs, man. It's super, super easy to find us. We're the entire first page. Uh, you can't miss it. You know, uh, join us on social media or Twitter, Facebook, you know, and YouTube. We'd love to hear from you there. Um, you know, we have a fairly active community that, you know, just have some good discussion with um you know hit us up on discord as well uh we'd love to hit you know actively chat with you guys that's always a bunch of fun and then it always helps us out a bunch if you hit us up on apple podcast reviews and you know drop us a review super appreciate it you know more reviews we can reach a bigger audience spread the love just a little bit more and it, for direct direct contact email us loudbums at gmail.com love to hear from you guys we love feedback uh we love bringing listener mail into our episodes you know anything from rebuttal to suggestions to you know constructive criticisms you know we, we love it all we, we want to hear from you guys and then bi-weekly show that we put on is the movie reel hosted by nick with various guests talking about just some cool ass movies just <laughs> one movie per episode you know it's loaded of spoilers because it is a discussion about the entirety of the movie so you know maybe watch it first come back listen to the show participate on the sidelines with us with the discussion and then you know email us in for that 
Hell yeah, hell yeah. Nick, if you want to take it away with some Patreon news. Yeah, yeah, definitely go over there and visit us at patreon.com slash loudthumbs. And uh, anything you guys can offer, we we would appreciate. Just helps us keep the show going and do some fun stuff in the background for you guys. And we do have three different tiers, a bronze, silver, and gold. And they all come with some added bonuses. So check those out over there at patreon.com slash loudthumbs. So that's it for that. Um, got a couple shout outs. We're going to have, uh, gold members, Brian Coger, uh, Gavin, Gavin Dodson and Caleb Lynch. So we appreciate you guys. Yeah. Killing it yes. again, helping us out. Just, uh, so just love it. Love it. Anything you guys can give, it really helps. Um, and then real quick, I'm going to touch base real quick again on the movie reel that Josh had mentioned. I need some listener feedback on that one. So I am, I am really thinking of kind of making the movie reel its own thing instead of uh, in with Loud Thumbs. It's still going to be kind of an offshoot, you know, still be Loud Thumbs, you know, presents the movie reel, but maybe make it easier for people to find who don't want to sift through video game stuff, possibly. So if you have like friends or family that dig the movie reel, uh, but maybe aren't into video games and you think that might be a better idea to just have the movie reel on its own. Uh, I, I would definitely love to hear some feedback uh, so that we can kind of get things a little bit more organized for you guys and, and enjoy it, you know, best for you. Uh, so I've been kind of rolling that idea around if uh, if that would be a benefit to our listeners or not. And who better to answer than the listeners? So if you guys can uh, <laughs> exactly. shoot us an email or tweet at Loud Thumbs and let us know, you know, the movie reel. Do you want that built in like we have it or would you rather have it, you know, kind of on its own and just be able to visit the movie reel and follow the movie reel and see what comes out on that? So. Uh, we did do our first spoiler free one. So you have to go check that out. Heather and I did, right? That was fun. Yep. yep. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, we did. Uh, we did the uh, Ghostbusters afterlife. So, you know, being such a new movie and in theaters, we didn't want to ruin it for everybody. So we did do our impressions is what we call that one is a spoiler free, uh, review impressions overall. And, uh, go check that out. That was our most recent movie reel. So you can find that, uh, just a couple episodes below this one right now. So. Uh, we would appreciate that. Um, last but not least, before we move on, we're doing those geographical shout outs, guys. And I want to throw a shout out to Sweden. We have a, a decent audience in Sweden listening to us. And we really think that's awesome. Like we always <laughs> it blows our minds. It's fantastic. Yeah, it's so cool. So everybody over there in Sweden who's listening to us, huge shout out. A couple loud thumbs to you guys. Thumbs up. We appreciate it. Keep the keep the. You know, love going. We love that. All right. So we are going to get into some games. And uh, I've done enough talking for sure. So I think we're going to let Heather do some talking. <laughs> and we're oh. going to get her in here. She's going she's gonna to kick us off with some games that just get you as excited. Kind of the idea was what a game you wanted to play or as excited as much as you're excited, like opening a Christmas gift or, or just, you know, as excited as the Christmas holidays make a lot of people. Right. Um, so games that make us happy games that got us excited. That's really what we're doing. So, uh, what, what do you got? Well, maybe they can guess. I have no idea. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's pretty obvious. I think what my first game is going to be <laughs> animal crossing. Oh, oh. oh surprise. <laughs> <laughs> I promise not every game will be animal crossing. I do have a few other games that are games that I get excited about, but animal crossing had to be the first one I talk about. Um, 
I have always loved Animal Crossing, as I'm sure all of the listeners know. They're probably tired of hearing me talk about it by now. Oh, um. now they love you. <laughs> oh, no, hold on. We we talked about Ghost of Tsushima for like three months. I think it'll be okay. <laughs> true. <laughs> Good. Okay. Um, but starting clear back on the GameCube, you know, I've always been super pumped for Animal Crossing. Um, I've dumped many hours into it. Now, you know, our kids play one of these days, maybe I'll get Nick to play. I keep saying that, (laughs) um, you know, it's just a game that, that gets me pumped. It gets me excited. Like I think about, Oh, what am I going to do when I get home today? Well, get all my chores and the work done and knock out some animal crossing and or chores. And then, Oh yeah, yeah, we were on the same wavelength. Yeah, yeah, you knew it was gonna happen. (laughs) I know, I know. Um, You just think about, you know, oh, when I go home, I want to, you know, cut these trees down and put my garden here, or I need to go to, you know, Harv's Island and see what vegetables Leaf has for sale, and check my mail, and you know, dig up fossils, and just have a blast with, you know, Animal Crossing and enjoy my favorite game of all time i can remember when the switch first came out i kept telling nick like they've got to bring animal crossing back like they've got to make animal crossing and the day he told me they're making an animal crossing game was probably the most excited i had been about video games in a really long time (laughs) i was like yes that was that christmas feeling right i know right exactly that christmas feeling i mean hello we have an animal crossing stocking Mm-hmm. back here i mean we use it for our puppies but put their christmas <laughs> presents in it but it's animal still animal, crossing. animal animal crossing right yes yes knocking uh, for animals yes. <laughs> but yes animal crossing definitely gets me pumped and excited like christmas day like as an adult christmas is more exciting to see your kids open presents but i'm probably more excited to play animal crossing than watch them open presents so <laughs> i'll just be honest yeah and the gift that keeps on getting that's right you get you get more dlc throughout the years and whatnot so you get to experience all new excitement yep which i i'm still playing the dlc but our daughter did beat the dlc so (laughs) she's beat me on that yeah (laughs) holy cow yeah (laughs) that's all she's been doing is just the dlc yeah something ridiculous that i don't know how she does it because it's not like we as parents give her 30 hours a week to play games no. she gets like maybe five hours a week at the most yeah. like that's on the top end so she gets in there and just She's gets efficient. to work oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. efficient like, i'm going to work i gotta get this done super efficient josh you nailed oh, yes. it very super efficient <laughs> she goes in with a damn game plan like, <laughs> i think she does she like makes notes before she's got a checklist <laughs> I mean, I'll be honest, we, her and I will talk about what we're going to do that night. Like if we have game time, like she'll be like, I need to do this and this. And I'm like, yep. And I need to do this. And, you know, I want to check on this. That was supposed to be a joke, but that's a real thing. She does. Yeah, it is. It's yep. yeah. It's it like always real. on her mind. <laughs> Amazing. Yep. All right. yeah. Ridiculous. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, you knew she was going to say that. So if you didn't yeah. guess right, well, you need to listen longer. Listen some more episodes. Go back and listen to some, and you'll understand why she loves Animal Crossing. She is our resident expert. We know that, Josh and I. Um, nope, nope. We got to bring her on. So that's what we do. We bring Heather on to feed you Animal Crossing. <laughs> yeah. Forever. Zero. Exactly zero. 
and she loves every minute of it. I have not yet heard a complaint. And this is a woman who would not do podcasts with me. So we are getting somewhere. <laughs> all of us, including Progress. those listeners. Yes, we are progressing. Yep. Baby okay. steps. Baby steps. That's right. On to Josh. What is the game that you want to bring this episode that just gave you that Christmas feeling? Like you just gets pumped about it. Yeah, so this was a game that I got on Christmas morning when I was a kid. So it came on uh, the original DS. It is Castlevania Dawn of Sorrow, which I think I've mentioned on the podcast, but I haven't Sounds really talked familiar. about it too much. Yep. It was um, obviously it's a Castlevania game, so it's got all like the classic platforming and like combat and you know cool bosses and stuff. But this was like a game I, th- I can't remember if I saw in like Nintendo Power or something. I might have still had Nintendo Power at that time. Um, but it was like cool. It had this big, like bleeding, decaying dinosaur, all pixelated and, and red squares and stuff, because it was still just the first DS. Um, so it still looks super cool, and the concept was really neat. Um, Somo seems like a really cool character, so I was very excited uh, to play it. And it is very much like a classic Castlevania, um, with the caveat that it has a lot more variability to it. Like um, so each each creature in the entire game has its own uh, soul that you, when you kill it, you get a chance of absorbing this creature's soul and it gives you a brand new ability. I think you can carry two at once, if I remember right. It's been a long time since I played it, but I wish it would come out as like a Nintendo classic at some point. Mm-hmm. Um, so it had like a bunch of farming ability, uh, had a bunch of weapons you could find. Uh, you could upgrade them by like spending different resources or even uh, using souls to um, upgrade something. So it could be involving um, even the bosses have their own soul and that they get the best weapons. You'd have to use, you have to give up that boss's ability to get that weapon. So you have the kind of a trade off, like, do I actually like what this, what's going on here? Or, you know, is it worth getting this weapon for and giving up this awesome like soul ability? But I had a bunch of cool rewards for collecting all the souls um had like a mana management system it was just like crunchy enough for like 12 year old me to like really dig into it yeah it was like perfect timing for like what you enjoy the most in video games that this hit right the right time yeah i think this might have actually been my first venture into like i want i was i want to say metroidvania game but it sounds so redundant because it is (laughs) it is is. the style it's you know it's it's the genre that defined the genre um so it was like my first real venture into that. And it was a very, very positive one. Um, the controls were intuitive. They're easy to use. Had this like kind of corny, but, you know, cool, like sigil drawing thing to seal away like uh, the bosses at the end of each fight. If you didn't do it correctly, you had to fight it more. Um, you didn't actually like, kill the boss. You just kind of sealed them away when you defeated them. But it had so many things to do. You want you like it really encouraged you to collect all the souls because of course, again, you got that reward and, and some creatures were hard to get like some rare souls are a lot more rare than others. Of course, common creatures, you get real easy. And then some creatures, you literally just had the farm, the absolute shit out of, uh, to get. Yeah. That, that sounds like a Castlevania game. No doubt. It's been a long time since I played one. I've never played this one though. Um, I was looking at it while you were talking and it does, it does look cool. I like how they have the setup with the DS, how, you know, like the bottom I'm assuming had touchscreen on it. Um, yeah. and the top was just basically like what you have, like all your stats and everything and your, what you're carrying, which was, I really like the fact that that's just kind of there all the time. Yeah. I think they really did make really good use of the, the dual screens. I think one of the first games really like do that really efficiently. I think you could have your map up top too. 
Um, oh, okay. So it made it really easy to uh, to get around and such. Yeah, this is showing like your boss and their health and what level they are and everything is at the top. So you can see everything about the the person you're fighting. And you can also see all your your different like items that you're carrying along with your level versus the boss's level. So you can see how bad you're either going to get your ass kicked or win maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, very much so. Yeah. Uh, it, the game was so much fun because, you know, you could reward exploration because you, you find new, cool new equipment. And then uh, sometimes you ate it pretty bad because, you know, healing isn't always available, but. Okay. It looks very cool though. Even like on the small little JPEGs that they're giving me to look at here, like, the, the sprites look great. Even the enemies look great with some pretty good detail in them. You're, you're, facing, yeah. some, you're facing some giant demon um, with wings on a chandelier in this particular screen they're showing here. It looks pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the bosses were very, very cool. Uh, they really made maximum like effort out of that pixel art. And I know it, it was the DS and capable of like a lot of 3D things. Um, but this is, you know, just classic side scroller. And honestly, some of the most beautiful pixel art next to um, Golden Sun be honest mm. with you yeah it definitely looks solid it's very very well done yeah I, and the music in that game was also like so good like i feel like that's probably pretty on brand for castlevania but it had an option to like just listen to some of the soundtrack on the game oh so and which i actually did a few times as a kid is the soundtrack is is fantastic i think you unlock it as you beat certain stuff or maybe it just okay. gives it to you at the end of the game. It's like a reward for beating it. One of those things. Okay. Um, but I think I want to say it had a new game plus because in order, there was one major item you get for collecting all the souls. And then in order to have all the souls, like I think you have to play through again because. Yeah. Well, not necessarily because, uh, but I did upgrade to like boss weapons. Kind of like you can in dark souls, you can give up the souls to make the, the best stuff. Yeah, and everything looked uh, really unique. All the weapons felt really unique. Um, oh, Jesus. Oh, that was that was it, guys. We told <laughs> you shit was poster. going down. That's the first thing to fall. <laughs> Josh Poster oh, man, falls. Was... Yes. <laughs> he's, he's more awake now, guys. He's, he's more in tune, ready. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I called that one. Yep. I didn't expect it to happen so soon. <laughs> um, anyway, Castlevania Dawn of Sorrow. Um, if you still have DS or even, you know, a 3DS would play it as well. But if you manage to score a copy of that, um, super fun. I don't remember how long it is, but with the amount of stuff you can collect, you could probably make it 30, 40 hours probably. I'm going to nice. take a guess. I played a bunch of it. It's not a game I felt like it had lacked. Uh, content. I want to say the map size maybe um, maybe not as quite as big as Hollow Knight, but it's not it's not a small map. I would say it's oh yeah, compar- that's not small. Comparable. No, not from uh, everything I've heard. Just recalling from memory. I, I guess I can't guarantee you it's as huge, but from what I remember, it had plenty of space to explore. Very cool. Yeah, cool. that's great. Looks great. It looks like it. What came out in two thousand seven? No, 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 no. They did a re they did a re-release. Interesting. Okay. They did it on oh, the Co- okay. Konami the best. Uh they put a line out of their games again. Um, so they did re-release it eventually. This one came out in originally it came out in 05. So it looks like they did like a bundle collection in 07, which makes sense. Uh, Everybody does okay. that. Okay, I got you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Very cool. Very cool. Great, great one. I would love to play these again. I haven't played a Castlevania game since like, oh man, might've been Super Nintendo. And I liked them a lot, but it's been a long, long time. Yeah, this one I feel like it has a pretty low barrier to entry. Like I was thinking oh, Christmas good. games, it's like, you know, you're you're relaxed, you're chilling with like mm. probably family and stuff. Um, it you know, it's it's involved, but it you know, it has a uh, slow enough role that it builds you up. Like it doesn't just like throw stuff at you. It's not like it's gonna try to kill you all the time like a Dark Souls or something like that, but mm. you know, nothing too high pressure. Hell yeah, very cool, man. Right on. So it's easy to get into. Sounds like I could maybe try it out sometime on the DS. Yeah, oh. it's it's not like a like a crazy game. It was um, not super far into like the DS's like progression. Like it was still pretty early on, so they weren't doing anything too crazy just yet. But um, from what I remember, the game is well well thought out, well explained. Yeah, I think the very entry is pretty low. Nice, okay. nice. Nice. DS is my speed. Yeah, that's true. That's true. (laughs) Let's be honest here. Well, it's a great console anyway. So, yeah, with plenty of video games to choose from. Lord knows that thousands of them. Jeez. Yeah, that's for sure. Uh, Yeah. So like like with Heather, what you were saying about Animal Crossing earlier and, you know, Josh, both both of you guys have pretty entry level games like they're they're easy, like for parents that might be listening or thinking for games for their kids. Um, definitely this episode is more dedicated toward like, hey, like these are easy to pick up games because um, mine is Spy Hunter. And I mean, the old school Spy Hunter game <laughs> arcade style top down. You literally just drive a car and destroy as much as you can without being destroyed. Uh, it's like one of the very first arcade games, um, that I remember playing. And it was like, uh, there were, there was the style where you stood at it and you had a steering wheel in front of you and you had like, you know, you steered the car left, right, left, right. Uh, it was not like really, really great or anything. Like there wasn't like any feedback or anything like that. Like Afterburner was another arcade game that, um, I've been wanting to play for a long time. And every time we go to one of the arcades, it's down. So we can't get in there and play it. But that thing moved uh, around like, like you're in a jet. That one was Afterburner was about a jet. But this one was all about you're in a spy vehicle and you're basically just taking out all the bad guys that are trying to kill you because you're a spy. <laughs> There's no story. There's like really no story. Yeah, it's dude. literally just chaos. Um, no, I mean, it, it looks exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah, it's just you're just little car sprites driving down freeways and roads with trees and dirt on the opposite sides of the road. And you cannot crash into the road, but they give you cool shit to do. Like you got you had machine guns up front that you could use. There was missiles you could use. There was smoke screens if you got in front of the vehicles and then you were able to like smoke them out. Then they would crash. Uh, And then there was oil slicks you could put down. And the point of it was (laughs) is to just finish the level with as many points as possible, similar to a Mario or a Pac-Man and get in to your spy truck your truck would pick you up and take you away and then you'd go to the next level and you'd be dropped out at the beginning and you just drive again it makes no sense like when you think about it like (laughs) the game doesn't make any sense but it's one of those games it's just so damn fun it didn't have to make sense like it was really a lot of fun i mean it's an arcade game how much story is there going to be exactly exactly this wasn't no uh you know double dragon and everything that had somewhat of a story starting out or the you know the turtles (laughs) games and things like that um but it was really fun i mean you you got 
the further you got, the harder the cars got, and they all got pretty smarter. Uh, so they would, or they got really smart, which was they would have vehicles that would like have like blades coming out of their wheels and they would like crash into you and you couldn't even get away from them. And it made it extremely difficult when you got further into the game, but the game had a really nice progression to it to where like it was an easy game to start off. Like you get through the first level and you're like, okay. And then you you get through the second level and be like, okay. And then as you continue, you're like, I'm getting better, but the game's getting harder. So you don't quite notice how hard the game's getting either. Oh yeah. (laughs) But then you realize like really good pacing. Yeah. Yeah, it was actually really good pacing for for me as probably an eight year old. And and the reason this one brings me like Christmas vibes and everything is I remember whenever I would go to this particular restaurant that was in town, they had this arcade and it was always like after school, I would get off the bus and I would go inside and, you know, my mom would be working or whatever. And I would just go play the arcades. That's just all I would do. And Spy Hunter was always the one I went to and I loved it and it was a little, it was a little bit of a sad story too, because eventually, you know, they took that arcade out and they put some garbage one in that I can't even remember, and it was <laughs> a huge bummer. Yeah, but I played the hell out of this thing. I couldn't tell you how many quarters I put into the thing. Uh, it was kind of nice having a parent that worked there at the time because they just give me quarters out of the, out of the cash, out of the drawer, you know. <laughs> so it was just like, here's the money because <laughs> it goes, chill. it goes right back into the, you know, whole process. You're paying money into the thing; it's gonna go right back to the company. And not like we're stealing anything. It was all just one big deal. So, and the bosses were cool with it. And the people that worked there, they're like, yeah, yeah, he's going to be here a couple hours. Let him play, let him play. Uh, and it got bad enough to where I'd eventually just get handed like a handful of quarters when I walked in the door, you know, like they knew who I was. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> here comes Nicholas. So let's give him the quarters. And I even had like, you know, patrons of the restaurant that would walk over to me and they'd lay quarters down on the screen like they would do, you know, and they're just, just to be cool people back in the day. So that's just kind of one of them. Okay. You know, it's yeah. like a warm Christmassy sort of feeling to me, like just kind of nice to know that like maybe not everybody out there is a big, you know, D bag that, you know, there are good people. <laughs> it's real. It's really hard in this world sometimes to find them, but you know, Amen. they do exist and we appreciate all yeah. of them that do. Uh, so it was a really good time. The game was really fun. I mean, it came out in 83 and I was, I was eight years old, um, when I was playing it. So I would have been in like 80, 89, it was when I was playing it. So it was still rocking six years later in, you know, pretty common places. Um, I saw it all the time up until I was probably 10 or 11 and they started to kind of disappear. But that makes sense. Cause that's when Nintendo came out and all the arcades kind of started to die off and all that. So, Oh yeah. But you can get this thing all over now. Like you can get it on mobile devices. It's a midway game. So you can download the midway arcade app and it's on there as well. It's like an in game purchase type of thing. I think it's 99 cents a game inside the app that you can, you can get each game and play it. I see. I see. And it, it was super easy to play. So you literally just put your thumb at the bottom of the screen and you just kind of go left, right, left, right. That's how you steer your car. And then your other, your other finger would push a button to activate whatever power you had. Like if it was guns or it was an oil slick. So just kind of a, yeah. just kind of a two deal. Cause the car is always, uh, I mean, you can always hit the gas at all times and you can set the new versions of the game to always be gas on. Um, so uh, the old ones, you could use a, a pedals at the bottom on the arcade. So you could like hit gas, let off, hit gas, let off. There was no break because it automatically breaks for you in the game. So <laughs> It was uh, it was different, but it was fun. And I wish they'd bring them those kinds of things back. If I saw this arcade somewhere, I'd probably end up having to buy it. Um, 
<laughs> I, I might might go a little more bankrupt than I already am, but um, yeah, it would be it would be a fun one to have. I would love to have this one. Maybe they'll yeah, bring it out on those. Um, oh, those the, arcade? the arcade one, the one ups. Yeah, arcade yeah, one ups. That yeah. would be neat. That'd be neat. They don't have any of those with steering wheels, I don't think, do they? No, I don't think so. But I that, think they're you all know, they're, stick. they're salty, but they're not. You know, yeah, they're not the size of, of these dollars. cabinets. Yeah, these no. cabinets are four or five thousand oh, dollars for good yeah, used no. ones. This is like, like three or four hundred dollars. No thanks. <laughs> no. We have nowhere to put oh. it right now. No. <laughs> Honestly, with some plywood, a TV, and a fight stick, you could probably do the same thing for like two hundred bucks. That's that you said exactly what I was thinking. I'm like, shit, I could build one with just an old PC, throw some emulators on it that I already have, you know. So. Because I, I already own this game in multiple different ways, but never an actual arcade, which would be really neat to have. But maybe someday. someday. Won't, I won't hold my breath. <laughs> you never know. But it was a very yeah, big some... Christmas feeling for me. So what was that, Josh? Oh, yeah. So I'm looking at some screenshots, and it's kind of funny. It's called Spy Hunter, and the car from the top does not look unlike an Aston Martin. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like an old Aston Martin. Like they pulled from Bond or something. Funny. Oh, easily, dude. It's... Oh yeah, it's silver and everything. Yeah, they show you the the actual side of the cabinet and what the st the sticker look like when you're on Wikipedia, and essentially it looks like a, a a mixture of like a Bond car and like Inspector Gadget's car, but they also make it kind of look like a Lamborghini or a Ferrari. So they they definitely took a lot of <laughs> liberties. Mind. It only <laughs> looks like an Aston Martin from the top. From the top, <laughs> exactly. It looks very much like it, like an eighties, like Lamborghini or Ferrari. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So when, you know what spy didn't drive a really expensive fast ass car and who didn't want a Lambo? I love the Lambo or, uh, you know, Ferrari as a kid. Yeah. Good Countach. <laughs> right. <laughs> Lambo of the eighties. Yeah, that's right. That's exactly what it looks like. An 83 Lambo of some kind. Well, yeah, I think, uh, I, I definitely think all of our games have an entry level for kids, 100%. Um, obviously, I think mine is probably the hardest one to find anywhere. So <laughs> I didn't make it easy on you guys by choosing that one. But it was a lot of fun. Like, uh, Castlevania, I think you could probably get that one somewhere pretty simply if, uh, if you just wanted to go on eBay or even Amazon probably and snatch that thing up. Uh, but because DS is not terribly old. I mean, and, you know, we're only talking 15 not years crazy. ago, the last release of it, which may sound like awful for a lot of people. But you know what? Some of those games, they just become stupid expensive and these collector items and it makes them really, really difficult to share or get. You know, they go for millions of dollars or something stupid, which is crazy. Oh, yeah. Insane prices. Yeah. No, thanks. So, Heather, you. uh you and your Animal Crossing stuff, you could talk the most about Christmas vibes because you get to do whatever you want in that game. Yeah. So have you done anything Christmassy for your Animal Crossing world yet? I, I heard it was snowing yesterday from a little girl that we both know. Yeah, so. yeah. it's been <laughs> snowing on the islands. There is a special Christmas event that they do. Well, they did it last year, so hopefully they'll do it again this year. I, usually they keep the events pretty similar every year. But you can, um, there'll be little snowballs on the ground and you have to like roll them up bigger and then stack them up and it makes a snowman. And then if I remember correctly, there is like a gift giving event that they do on Christmas. I don't think there was Santa in the game, 
but honestly, I don't remember a hundred percent Christmas time. Things get crazy as a mom and you're trying to make sure everybody's where they're supposed to be and right gifts go to right person. And so I'll have to pay a little more attention this year and see what exactly the Christmas event is Yeah. besides the, I know you can give gifts to residents and they can give you gifts and you can build the snowman and you can catch snowflakes and build little items out of them. Okay. And wasn't there some kind of trick to making the snowman? Like you have to like do it perfect or something? Yeah, it's a pain in the ass. Um, <laughs> you have to like kick the the little snowball and roll it and make it bigger. But if you're too close to a house or to the river, you could accidentally kick it into the house and then it'll bust apart or you can kick it into the river and then it just melts and floats away. And you're like, son of a bitch. Like <laughs> now I got to hope I find another one and start over. Yeah, I, I've yeah. I've heard uh, a little girl whine and cry about breaking her snowman a lot. Yeah, and this will be the <laughs> second year I get to hear it. So yes, because last year she played on my game. She has a house on my island that's probably decrepit and full of cockroaches right now, but it's still yeah. there. Yeah, hire a maid. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's probably mom, right? That's what she's thinking. Yeah, she, didn't, yeah, she don't care. Probably. Whatever. No. <laughs> Like I could remove it, but she put a lot of work into it. So I don't want to remove it just yet. Yeah. Even though she has her own game. That's now. fair. Okay. So I'm going to ask a question because I think our daughter will get a kick out of this. I don't even know if Josh has seen this movie, but behind my wife right now is Heat Miser and Snow Miser. And they're from the year without a Santa Claus, right? Yep. That is bar none, my favorite animated Christmas movie. Bar yep. none. It, nothing will beat it. So. Which one do you like better and why? Go. Um, he Heather first. Okay. Uh, heat Miser, because I hate the fucking cold. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a pretty simple answer. <laughs> yeah. I want it to snow and be pretty Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, December 26th. Get that crap out of here. And I want it to be 75 mm. and sunny, please. Mm. That's fair. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Good. We know where you stand. This is good. Yeah. yeah. Josh, are you familiar with the movie? Uh, I'm familiar that the uh, with the characters. I know they exist. Gotcha. That's all all I know. I get you. I, I know your dad, for... so I get I get why he's not the type <laughs> to watch these. <laughs> I yeah, feel you. Uh, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> yeah, but you know what? He measures a solid choice because you know, in the winter, I had to put away my Trans Am. She just mm. sits all winter long. Yeah, can't drive it. Yeah. That's fair. That is a very is a very fair answer. Well, well, this is a trifecta of heat miser because I'm the same. So heat miser because honestly, guys, I, I love that everybody loves snow. Like they can love it. I'm not gonna take it away from them because I can't. But uh, <laughs> snow slows down absolutely everything. Cold slows down absolutely everything. So, you know, I got to put coats on. I got to take coats off. I got to warm up cars. I got to scrape windows. You know what? And if it's 75 outside, I just get up and go like, that's it. <laughs> so yeah. uh, that's that's why I'm not a fan of the old the old snow miser guy. Um, love his songs. He's got quite the jingles. He's quite the character. But you know what? I'm going to move in and live with heat miser. And that was a question uh, that my uh, daughter asked just the other day. And I thought, you know what? I'm just going to present that question on the uh, on the show and just see what everybody else says. <laughs> see if I'm alone or if I'm not. And I'm not alone. Hey, guys. <laughs> you're, not alone. you're not alone. Uh, nope. This is good. This is good. So 
All right, guys. Well, that's where we're going to end for today. We just want to keep these kind of short and fun for the Christmas, for the holiday, give you guys a chance to listen to them, you know, in between on the car trips or, you know, whatever's going on with you guys. So that's what the plan is for these. And we got three more coming. So tune in for those. We'll have some more fun with them as well. And yeah, like we always say every other time till next episode, stay loud and happy holidays, everybody. <laughs>